Emma loves. It feels so, so good to be saying that and to be picking this podcast back up. I am restarting this by sharing a little bit about what's actually been going on in my life in the past six months and sharing some really important lessons that have come through. I'm sure at least some of you are like me where you can sense when something's going down in someone's life and you might not necessarily know what it is but you can tell the energy shifted and you may have also noticed in the past week that I'm kind of back <laughs> you know you you're seeing me showing up more again online and probably with more energy and pizzazz whatever that means my my weird goofiness is coming back out it feels right to share what's been going on and what I've learned from it because for me this is a really important aspect of true leadership being a self-leading agent in your life is the courage and the humanity to also show the shit to also be real with people and not be part of the problem in perpetuating this idea that if you do xyz if you have these practices or if you go and do coaching it means that life suddenly doesn't present challenge, hardship, change, so on and so forth, but rather it grants you the tools to navigate these times with a centeredness, self-assurance, and faith. There is no perfect life. We cannot control life. But what we do have control over is our ability to respond to it and navigate it. And I really have been in the fire and am grateful in that sense because through all the challenge it's been really affirming that the growth I feel that I have been doing I truly have and so here we are picking things back up and let's dive in. Before I dive into my personal circumstances, this podcast is going to serve you particularly well if you're someone who feels that you're being challenged by life right now, if you are feeling like it's time to assert healthy boundaries for yourself and to really stand in your worth and set an elevated standard for what you're available to at this point in your life. And if you have a tendency to not voice your needs because you're afraid that they won't get met, this is a reminder to really stand in your power and let anything that isn't a match for this power fall away so that you have the capacity to actually accept that which is a match. Because if you cling to less than, you are, what's the word? Mercury retrograde has ended, but honestly, I don't know why I cannot find words at the moment. (laughs) You're swindling your way out of your own desires. There we go. The capacity to navigate and accept change really comes back to the level of self-trust and belief you hold in yourself. So as you're listening to this conversation If you realize that you could do with raising the barometer of your own belief, because change is in your life at the moment, but you find yourself gripping to things that you actually know aren't serving you, 
purely because you're lacking self-trust. In the show notes, there are links of ways that we can work together to boost your belief so that you stand behind what your soul truly knows you deserve. And I'll also link my Instagram live all about Gemini season, which is a time of change. And within this conversation, the powerful reminder that as someone who is living, you are signed up to a process of change. And that can remain an empowering experience when you move from that degree of self-trust. As you may be aware, I was in a relationship. I, well, as you may be aware, I was planning to leave the country (laughs) um, at the end of 2022. To the point where I'd announced this to those of you who are on my mailing list. I was I had informed managers at the studios that I taught in. I will be leaving the UK, so please make sure you've got someone to take over my classes. Then in came this relationship. It was really fulfilling. I had so many special moments that I got to share with my ex-partner and got welcomed into his family life as well and it was really enriching and this time around because it certainly was a different reflection in the relationship prior but this time around I am grateful to be receiving a reflection that's really affirmed the inner work I feel that I've done. I truly conducted myself from a place of integrity and maintained necessary boundaries for myself and what I deserve. I also got the beautiful beautiful reflection that I am available for what it is that I say I want because this is another interesting thing. Sometimes we want something but when it presents itself we don't have the nervous system capacity, the emotional awareness or intelligence or kind of the space in our life to actually let that in. So all of this was very affirming for me and I get to be grateful for that mirror of my growth and really proud of myself for being in a place now where I can, when shit truly hits the fan and there's the potential for spiraling or, you know, devastation is one perspective. I finished that sentence with devastation is occurring in service of what I truly deserve to find its way to me and if you've been connected with me on Instagram you'll have seen me speaking to this recently that our power is in the perspective we're choosing to move from. Most importantly has been the reclamation of my wholeness which in full transparency this was the first relationship where I've really felt that in an unwavering sense both within the union and since the separation because in other experiences it hadn't been the case and when I was single I did feel that I'd moved into this chapter but of course it's all theory until you come back into a partnership so much of the spiritual or personal growth we feel we've done doesn't really get tested until we come into relationship with another or until we are back in the family home you know those really close relationships that's where our shit gets played out. (laughs) And that's why relationships of this nature are 
the most powerful medicine and the most humbling moments that we can have in terms of am I actually who I believe myself to be? So look, I'm not going to go into all of the really intimate personal details around the relationship and it ending. However, what I do want to speak to is firstly, the gift of doing things that are hard, but in service of what you deserve. I think a lot of people and myself in the past included do not even voice what they want. This doesn't have to only apply to intimate relationships, but a lot of people I feel don't even bother to voice what they want because there's a fear that their need won't get met. And in that instance, if you've voiced a need and it's not being met, you as an individual are then faced with, you're confronted with a decision. You have to make a choice because you've been, your eyes are open now to this isn't being met and you're at a crossroads where you either make the decision to remain in a situation where you're accepting less than what you truly want or you have to back yourself up and be strong enough in yourself that you walk away from that circumstance. And I think a lot of the time it's a let's just bury our heads in the sand, not rock the boat and just accept tepid, just accept comfortable, just accept what's here. Let me tell you, it feels so goddamn good to do the hard thing sometimes because you are affirming your own worth and you're you're standing in what you say you want, right? You're backing yourself up. You're not just saying. It is so much easier to want rather than to have. We can say what we want till the cows come home. I think that's the saying. We can say what we want till the cows come home because that we don't have to do anything about that. It's so easy to be like, oh yeah, I want that. I want to go on that holiday. I'd love to have that partner. I'd love to have this kind of relationship. Nothing has to change for desire to exist. But for desire to become reality, there's a process that you get to go on. And a lot of people want change without actually being available or without actually being engaged in that process of change. Stand behind your standards. No one else can hold them for you, right? No one else can hold the standard for you. Your choices and your actions are the thing that will maintain that standard or mean that you are bypassing what your soul is actually saying at once in this life and accepting less than. And what I've really been experiencing and reminded of the power within is listening to your body's cues. Listening, paying attention to how your body is responding in circumstances, how your body is responding when you're either saying something or not saying it, because these hard things, these hard conversations, whether that be a vulnerable hard type of conversation of this is how I'm feeling and I and I want you to understand my needs in this context, or perhaps it's 
expressing feeling towards someone in a loving way, and that maybe feels hard and vulnerable, doesn't matter in which way it's being expressed. But when you're doing something hard but truthful, ultimately you're left with a feeling of empowerment. You're left with, oh, it's like every time you do it, you're strengthening the muscle. And you feel stronger. And also paying attention to how it feels when you're suppressing your voice, how it feels when you're not holding the standard, how it feels when you're bypassing your own boundaries or allowing yourself to do something that deep down you know you don't want to do, but there's just a bit of fear there. The body is so wise and that feedback really tells you a lot because we can create story in the mind. We can project our preferences and fantasies onto other people or onto experiences, but that will not happen in the body. Your body is always going to give you the true feedback. Which brings me on to the next piece. The power in truly knowing your wholeness, feeling beyond knowing your wholeness, and being in a a loving relationship with yourself where you're holding a standard. You've not only set it, but you're holding it. Then it becomes a very freeing place to move from because although the human may feel things like disappointment or sadness or hurt, your soul is helping you to navigate change and you're not wasting your time or spending your energy projecting fantasy onto someone who through their actions, right, actions speak louder than words, through their actions is showing you who they are. Give yourself the the power to see who people are. When you're anchored in your wholeness, you're able to better experience seeming destruction with an unwavering faith that this is an in-between moment in your life. Nothing is lost. Nothing is taken away. Only changing form, right? And my gosh, what a a beautiful place to arrive. I used to have a real sense of abandonment. That was probably my deepest, deepest wound from being adopted and then losing my my mum at the age of nine. That was the the mother wound, (laughs) literally and figuratively. And so to have arrived at this place where I can allow change to occur without going into a tailspin, without having to grasp and grip to the debris of what I thought I had in front of me, but to actually be powerful enough now to let it come and go. Ultimately, it reduces the amount of suffering. So much suffering comes from grappling, fighting with reality. So if you currently recognize this as something that plays out for you this sense of abandonment or or loss this gripping not allowing things people to leave when really if you're being honest something has run its course this is really signposting you to self-validate on a deeper level to self-love on a deeper level 
to self-recognition and to acknowledge your wholeness on a deeper level. And I, I had friends and people, family members saying, you know, are you heartbroken? Are you okay? Because you seem like you're navigating this with such composure. Like, what's really going on? How are you really feeling? Like, almost wanting more drama and reaction. But, and this is really what it means to be self-leading, to be an empowered agent in your life. I can hold more than one truth at one time. I was simultaneously the human that was feeling feelings and disappointment and upset and, you know, the pains of unraveling, whilst also at the same time being the soul that was sensing the bigger picture, being able to hold my heart tenderly, but also fiercely holding the standard and allowing life to do what it needs to do to carry me forward in that direction, in the direction of the standard knowing that the the upswells, the, the tidal waves washing through my life are up-leveling my skill in response to life, allowing myself to pivot with more grace and progress in the direction that I desire to go. And ultimately, this unwavering commitment to myself that I do not abandon myself. I stand in, And I stand for my vision, both in word and action. And that's a place of true embodiment, integrity and leadership, in my opinion. It comes from someone who is walking their talk. How do you steward yourself when an unexpected storm rolls in? How do you conduct yourself under pressure? What staying power have you got when the journey gets tough, when your faith is being challenged, when... Life is throwing a curveball to see your response. Are you going to hold the standard or do you bow down? Do you take your skin out of the game? And I've spoken to this recently on Instagram. I feel personally that if you're being challenged and you're giving up, you're backing down. This is signaling to two potential things. One, as I've spoken to already, you need to up-level your self-belief. You need to come into a deeper relationship with yourself. Or secondly, you're moving on someone else's path. You're borrowing from someone else's ideals or goals, not your pure soul-led goal or desire. Because when this is your soul's pure desire and standard, there's not a hurdle that could derail you. You hear these stories, don't you, of mothers doing the unimaginable in terms of rescuing their children out of all sorts of horrendous and really wild circumstances. And there's something that you can tap into when this is like, no, there is no other way, right? You find something within yourself. And if there is an inconsistency in your energy or a complete lack of action in your energy around your goals, check that these are genuinely your goals, your desires, your vision. Because if they're not, that's why you'll be coming up against the resistance. Your soul has come here for a reason. There is a destiny that you get to live out should you create the right conditions to see that through. 
And should you hold the right relationship with yourself to follow your unique path? If this is where you want clarity, the second link in the show notes, the Being You astrology reading with a coaching session will absolutely put you on track. It will give you clarity on what you came here to experience. This experience, as I've said, that really tugged on what was once my core wound, I believe, has shown me that I have become this version of myself that is all at once the strongest version and the softest. And because I hold such love for myself, as within, so without, I can hold this frequency throughout challenge, throughout separation, because it's the lens through which I now see and experience the world. It's not an energy of ownership or attachment, it is an energy of truth. Through all of this, I've never thrown any judgment towards him or towards how this has gone. I've only ever spoken in a very neutral, matter-of-fact way or with love, whilst maintaining boundaries to protect myself and to be available for what I know I deserve. So we come on to the third point, I believe, which is that doing the hard thing in voicing what your needs are or your standards are doesn't mean that someone else can always rise and meet that. You may practice using your voice and as a result of it experience disappointment or experience that crossroad I spoke about where you have to then back yourself up and say right if you can't meet me here and this is something that you know is really integral to a healthy happy relationship in your opinion you get to back yourself up and move away from that the desire to become reality there's a process that you get to go on so if you realize okay there's a pattern that's playing out in my life at the moment and although I want this different result I seem to keep showing up in a way that's only ever giving me this It's time to go inwards and with the support of someone who's qualified such as myself, the link is in the show notes if this is speaking to you and feels very relevant for you right now, when you're ready to elevate out of a pattern, it's time to go inwards because we operate for the majority autopilot in conditioned ways of being and these conditions, these programs are set in our early life, we can't see them playing out because they're default modes of what we feel we are able to receive and how we perceive the world. But for external eyes, external ears, external people, it's so obvious. Patterns are so obvious. Think about, for example, when your friend is coming to you for advice, you can so clearly see what the best way of dealing with a situation would be. And yet for many people, when you're navigating through your own life, it's like, I really don't know which way to go here because you haven't seen it modeled in your early life, whether that be in the home, in the school system, you know, in any of these places that you spent a lot of time in your early years. 
So when we desire more than what we've actually witnessed in our early life, this is when it becomes very valuable to work with a coach, to work with someone outside of your life that holds that raised standard that you want to set for yourself and they see you neutrally, they see you without all of the stories and it calls you up into a higher expression of who you are. I've very much experienced this both through coaching that I've invested in but also currently and again if you've got me on Instagram you'll have heard me talking about this I've taken on a PT who I see twice a week and it really really quickly showed me fuck you play small we all do it within the first session she doubled my weights and there I had been lingering at the same level thinking I was pushing myself when actually I was far more capable than I was giving myself credit for. And it got me asking the question, well, where else is that playing out in my life? Where else am I coasting, thinking that this is as good as it can get, when actually there's so much more I have to give? So we're mostly living from programming, not from the true soul in terms of potential and power. And when you come on board as a client, if this interests you, Think of this analogy of taking your computer or your iPhone into the repair shop. And whilst it's in the repair shop, it's going to get a clean and an upgrade. And we get to install the right operating system and software that will allow you to then use your body and your actions in a way that is going to bring you to that result that you actually want. The software just needs an upgrade. It's really simple in that sense, but we get to be supported through the process because you're going to be coming up against very ingrained habitual ways of responding to life, but it's absolutely possible. And it's such an honor to witness clients go through that journey and become more aligned with where their soul actually wants them to go. Because what we do is we excavate the old stories and the inner limiting beliefs that mean your software is currently not able to flow in a certain direction because perhaps there's some coding inside of, I'm not worthy of that. People like me don't get to experience this or it's greedy to want more or it's not safe, traditional or fair for me to desire leading my life in this direction. Because if the software is running that program, you won't as social beings We are hardwired to belong. So if your personal desires actually are a little bit in conflict with what was programmed and modelled in your community, in your close connections, you'll end up dimming your light or dulling down your desires from this place of wanting to remain in that community. And this is also why quality connections in your adult life, connecting with people even online who can act as expanders for what can be possible, is so important. And as an adult, you get to remind yourself, and particularly within a coaching dynamic, be reminded of the fact that familiar is not always safe, and familiar is certainly not always desirable. We look at all of this stuff, and check, is this actually yours? Or are you carrying someone else's condition, someone else's coding, someone else's desires? Because that is what's going to be creating that friction in your life where 
the soul's going forward for something, but then you're coming up against all this heavy resistance from the programming that's saying it's not safe to go in that direction. Because without operating from the aligned beliefs, the necessary beliefs to hold the standard, there's a, there's a sense of, oh, but what if this is as good as it can get? I'm just going to accept this because it's in front of me right now and I fear that if I let it go, I won't receive better. That's really you not feeling wholly anchored into the fact that you do deserve whatever you desire. That is why the desire is even there in the first place. As you may have heard me speak to before, desire is the seed of creation. Desire is the beginning of something becoming real for you. You get to nurture that ember that's flickering. Give it life. Give it sustenance. Breathe into it. Believe into it. And witness that come into fruition. The final piece really is that I invite you to see challenge as the training ground for you becoming the version that receives what they desire. And again, to bring it back to what I've been learning through really challenging myself through a PT because I'm active. I really felt like I pushed myself already. And to some of my friends, they're like, okay, you're going quite far now. Like, what is this training regime? (laughs) It's all subjective, A. But also what it's been showing me is in certain areas in the physical arena, I very readily accept challenge. I relate to challenge as something that serves me. And if you know me by now, you'll know that I'm big on one being part of the whole. Nothing that we learn, we learn in isolation. We don't have to anyway, we can apply this to everything. So embrace challenge as the training ground that is turning you into the person who is capable of holding, receiving and maintaining all it is that you desire. If you are being honest with yourself, you were not born to Netflix and chill, to scroll and swipe your life away. You're here alive with a really unique purpose inside of your soul and you deserve to give yourself the chance to create the conditions to witness your own evolution. Just like the seed of an acorn was always destined to become that tree with the right conditions You too have a unique soul purpose for being here and it is time for you to engage fully with your life. Plant your feet into the arena of your life. Train and experience the power of your soul come online because you were not born to just rest back and accept some mediocre experience. Maybe some of you are. Every single soul has come for a unique purpose. But those of you that have listened to this, felt something, got activated, I'm speaking to you. This is a time to get your flesh into the game. It's time to show up for yourself and to no longer spend your precious energy, this life that you have been granted, dimming who you are, reducing what it could mean to be you. It's time to embrace the season of change. Gemini season is here. This is going to be a long episode as it is. I'm not going to dive into that. The Gemini season live will be linked in the show notes. 
but this is a mutable air energy. Embrace change and let change be the training ground for you to experience your own evolution. It feels so good to be back. And I'll close this episode by really reminding you that you will not be able to see the depths of your power if you keep trying to shelter yourself from challenge and from change. This is literally the arena within which you get to see the depths of the fuel and fire that lives inside of your soul. So the longer that you avoid it, the longer it will take for you to witness what is actually within you. Think about holding your breath until you can't hold it anymore. How satisfying and relieving that sigh of exhale is in that moment to surrender, to let it all go. And how rich and nourishing and good that next breath in feels as a result. So as I said, anyone who is grappling with that self-trust piece and is currently struggling to assert healthy boundaries, honour their voice, be in courage, look at the links in the show notes, drop me a DM if you want to connect and share about what's going on and check where the best uh, way of working together would be. And now that I am in my new home and I'm feeling more settled, I am really looking forward to getting back into the flow of these podcasts because I adore them. So if you have received value from this episode, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review or a rating, depending on where you're listening, and also consider passing this on to a friend or a loved one who you know would receive value from it as well. If you are on Instagram and we're not connected, follow me on Instagram, let me know what's landed in this episode, and hey, maybe even give it a share. Be sure to tag me if you do that so I can say a massive thank you for your support.